This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Welcome. Gosh, we're just continually preparing for you. We really are. Yep. And uh, that's what we've been doing. We've we been solved preparing. the. Yeah, sorry, we were a little bit late on that open there. We solved the Middle East problem. So. Yeah, we'll let you it know took about a, that later. an extra minute or so. Yep. About 45 seconds, not quite a minute. Peace in our time, Pat. But peace, peace in, our, in time. our time. We're all set now. We're all set. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It is the Pat and Stu show. And uh, eight Syrians were just caught at the Texas border. Huh? Uh, yeah, this is That's a- great. It was only eight. You know, if it weren't for Barack Obama and his policies, it would have been eight million. Eight million! And none of them would have been caught. But uh, it shows you how positive his policies I mean, how, are, right? What could eight people do? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. That's what I thought. Right? Yeah, this is a, it's a weird story. Um, because because uh, Ted Cruz kind of said it, it, what this Breitbart report says, which mm-hmm. is that they tried to at- enter illegally. Mm-hmm. My understanding of it, though, is that they actually did go right to a border crossing, like, gate, for lack of a better term. They actually went to the port and came in and actually went to the people working at the port. Oh, so they did? It wasn't necessarily a sneak across the border So they situation. were seeking asylum. I don't know if, if they were seeking will. asylum, if that's a fair way to put it. It's kind of a, it's a little bit blurry, mm. I would say, as far as the actual details of the story. But it, mm. I, the, the vision I got of it when I heard the report initially was... You know, they're sneaking over the border in the dark of night. They get caught by border agents. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that. They actually went to a port where there was border apparatus there who, who, who took them into custody. Yeah, they, so it's according, a different. according to sources, the Syrians were in two separate family units and were apprehended at the, they were apprehended at the Juarez-Lincoln Bridge in Laredo. Known officially as Port of Entry 1, Breitbart, Texas, can confirm that a Syrian did attempt to enter the U.S. illegally through Texas in late September. So that was before. Uh, The Syrian was caught using a passport that belonged to someone else, and U.S. authorities decided against prosecuting anyone involved 
due to circumstances. <laughs> There's always circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there the always are. The of that right. is, is usually Well, I would think important. they're saying, well, you, they got a war going on, so we're not going to prosecute them. That's enough. That's enough that there's a war going on in their country. Yeah. So we'll leave them alone. Not enough. Uh, Jeffy actually sent over an article, which I, I assume he actually read, which is really great, Jeffy, because there's a lot of big words in it. Um, no, probably not. Okay, what, probably what article? Was uh, it? The article was interesting. Andrew, Andrew McCarthy, who's been on this network many times uh, for National Review, points out that there actually is a religious test yeah. specifically built into the law as to whether we accept refugees. Um, it is a specific really? uh, requirement for us to look at religion uh, as a basis of who we import. Um, wow. So uh, really, yeah, I, I can get you uh, section one one zero one a forty two capital A of Title U S Code. Pat, everybody knows that it's right there. And what does it say, Jeffy specifically? Know, it's not right down. Uh, the term refugee. I'll see what it's. As a, mm -hmm. the term it's above, I think it's above that in that article. I have it on my phone here. here must it is. establish. Oh yeah, must establish that religion, among mm -hmm. other things, was or will be at least one central reason for persecuting the applicant. So if you're being, mm. you need to be religiously, uh, persecuted. religiously persecuted, or at least that's one of the things you could be uh, right. to, to get you in. Now, well, it does say Christians absolutely, absolutely qualify, qualify in that regard. Now, they, people would say, well, the Muslims are also being persecuted, which yeah, is a fair point. They would. Um, Andrew McCarthy's point is, uh, well, ISIS wants to rule over uh, Muslims. Mm -hmm. um, they want to kill Christians. Right. It's a little bit different. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean that you would. Uh, say absolutely no, but you do absolutely look at religion. Mm -hmm. You do look at religion as one of the... So there is a quote-unquote religious test. Um, and I think this is interesting, too. We've kind of been going over this a little bit um, over radio, but uh, diving into this poll a little bit more. We mentioned it on Pat and Stu yesterday, where 13% of um, Syrian refugees, 13% of Syrian refugees believe, uh, have a positive view of ISIL or ISIS or is, or mm -hmm. Daesh. Mm -hmm. That is a pretty big number. Um, when we say 1 in 10 uh, was the number we were throwing around, it's actually a little bit over that. However, this is, I think, just as, as interesting, which is among Syrian refugees, 41% believe the biggest threat to the Middle East is U.S. or Israel. Is the U.S. or Israel. And only 10% believe it's ISIS or related uh, groups, similar groups. Mm -hmm. A four to one ratio believe the U.S. and Israel are the scary thing compared to ISIS or ISIL. The reason you'd think that we're, it's, they're not leaving Syria because of us. Right. We haven't done anything. We're not leaving Syria because of Israel. They're leaving because of ISIS in never theory. Attack, never attack Syria. Never. Yeah. N not ever. Even when we gave them a red line, we didn't attack. Uh, right. Right. So that's and pretty fascinating. Also, 15 percent of Syrian refugees do not consider ISIS to be a threat to their country. Yeah. First of all, why you'll even. And at least 13% are just flat out in they favor of They think it's positive. Yeah. They think it's I think a, it's good, a good influence. Yeah. So you think there's a lot of crossover there. But the bottom line is, uh, mm. at the very least, one out of every 10, you'd consider to be, would we, like, if we had a, a form that everyone had to, fa uh, to answer honestly, and, they, and the, some magical liar, liar, Jim Carrey scenario came around, and they had to tell the truth on this particular form. And the form had one question, do you view ISIS positively or not? 13% mm -hmm. uh, at least, because this is the only people that admitted to it in an actual poll, but 13% say they view it positively. Would you import anyone who no. views ISIS positively? No. Would the president advocate uh, if importing people, at, at least would he admit 
to, uh, to wanting anyone who, who believes ISIS is, is a positive influence on our society uh, to be imported into this country. It's silly. You'd it's believe, just, obviously, the answer to that would be no, but here they are answering that question, and we're going to do it anyway. Glenn kind of used the analogy today a few times about the M&Ms. If you, if you had a bowl of poison M&Ms, and you, say, you give them a bowl, and you say, eat those. Oh, thank you. Let me just tell you, uh, you know, 1 to 10 percent might be, uh, well, 1 to 10 percent are poisonous. So, you know, go ahead, though. Dig in. You're going to dig in and eat any of them? No, you're, of course not. You're no. going to reject the whole bowl. No. I mean, it, it's, it's silly until you at least get the poison ones out of the bowl. Find out what they are. Tylenol is another example which, oh, uh, that I was thinking of. In 1982, the Tylenol scandal killed seven people, but they were all in the Chicago area. They removed 31 million bottles of Tylenol from shelves all over the country just to make sure. Okay, because we don't want to be responsible for a single death. So we're just going to, you know, uh, play this out, make sure we, we err on the side of caution and remove all Tylenol. So they did. And in the Chicago area, they found just a couple more bottles. So it was maybe 10 or 15 total out of 31 million. What kind of percentage is that? But Tylenol did the right thing. They, they took everything off the shelves just because they didn't want anybody hurt. Now, and then in a year, because they were so proactive, because they took such measures, because they spent $100 million to ensure American safety, within a year they were number one again, even though they were completely off the shelves. You know, uh, Bluebell Ice Cream more is another. More recently. Yeah, yeah Blue more Bell, recently. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bluebell, a, a big ice cream company in the South, and they're in like 22 states now. Uh, and they're, they dominate wherever they are because it's really good ice cream. But they had a Listeria scam uh, or, or problem. Listeria got into some of their cartons of ice cream, and so seven people died in that. Wasn't it seven? I think it was seven. I don't, I don't Maybe it was less than that. I don't know. It wasn't very many people, but some people died. And Bluebell proactively removed all of their ice cream from stores and stayed out until they made sure that all remnants of any sort of problem were cleaned out from their factories, from their stores, from everything. And they just barely returned in a limited way to some stores uh, recently. It took eight months. Looks I mean, like three died. Three, three died. actually died. Okay, so three people died. They could have said, eh, eh. Yeah, it probably won't happen again. And it wasn't just that they recall, because you're going to recall right. stuff, but they went well beyond recalling. Way beyond. They, cl they closed down their factories. Closed down their factories. They were off the shelves for almost what, six Eight months. months they handled it right. I mean, yeah, they, they did. It was, they, we didn't try they did. to hide anything. And right. If they, while they mm. some, owned I up to the it. argument is that, well, the government made them shut it down and figure it out. No. But they were proactive all along on that. I don't, it wasn't they, true. The government didn't make them do anything. They, they volunteered. Searched for, oh, they searched for all of that to uh -huh. make it right. Uh -huh. Anyway, the point being... Point is, is let's make sure. Yes. <laughs> Why do we have to be so hasty and say, right. hey, come on in, everybody? What? In fact, not only did, we, did he say we're going to fulfill our co commitment, he increased our commitment of taking Syrian refugees by another 15,000. Don't you dare say anything Why about that. Why the hell would you do that? Don't you dare. <laughs> Why would you say anything about that? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> You're asking for trouble. You're begging for trouble. I, you know, and I don't know why they would want this kind of trouble, because if a terrorist strike happens, uh, I, it's going to be hard to blame this on George W. Bush. You know, you can try, and I suppose they will. Well, the previous administration 
started this war, and that's what created yeah. the scenario under which ISIS could incubate. And then, of course, they push into Syria, and that's because of the Bush administration. I mean, they didn't do anything about it, and, of course, then, well, it's inevitable that they would wind up here. This has been going on for a decade. I mean, saying that we don't, you don't think we should have done something 13 years ago is not a foreign policy. No, but I that's, mean, that is their foreign that policy. That is what they do, though. I mean, they just that come out and just do. say it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's not a foreign policy. I it's mean, an economic policy, too. Yeah. The economy every, sucks? Well, was it was Bush. It's Bush. I mean, that, that problem was so deep, so profound. Uh, that, uh, uh, And we've done what we can. You know, we've done, I mean, it's a miracle that we're where we are. Uh, but uh, it was deeper and uglier than we thought. And so, I mean, they continue to do that today. So, obviously, if anything happens, they'll blame Bush. But people aren't going to buy that. Mm-hmm. I don't think most people are going to buy that. So I don't know. I, I, you can't judge people. They, they, they'll believe anything. Uh, <laughs> if they'll believe Donald J. Trump, yes. Donald Trump, they will uh, believe they'll, if they'll elect Barack Obama for a second term after right. what he did in the right, first, right, right. they'll believe anything. Uh, by the way, uh, to, to just be clear here on your point, Jeffy, uh, Bluebell issued uh, suspended operations voluntarily. Mm-hmm. They issued a recall voluntarily, and they expanded to a full recall of voluntarily. Yeah, government right. had nothing to do with that. Now, afterwards, they came in and said, hey, mm-hmm. and they started investigating right. it. But it was after they had already done all yeah. of this and stopped it. Yeah. Um, you know, Bluebell did that. For the, and they, as they point Great out, Texas the, company, that's why. And by the way, this outbreak was the first time they ever had one in 108 years. Yeah. 108 years. So, by the way, where's the Blue Bell ice cream? Where, in other good. words, where are the M&Ms? Right. Where are any of the things we've talked about today? Steak. Where's the steak? <laughs> where's the steak? I just I'd mentioned it. I'd like to be it. clear about that whole M&M bowl thing, too. Yeah. I might take a shot at that. Yeah, I think you might. I mean, I one, in, one in ten? Yeah, right. Hey. All right. You know, you figure <laughs> it might be, what, one? You might get sick maybe a little. And by the way, let me just say about the one in ten figure. Bridget Gabriel, you know who she is? Big yes. anti-terror person. From ACT, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. That group, she ACT. says that according to intelligence agencies around the world, it's 15 to 25. 15 to 25% radical. Well, I mean, we've done this with, uh, going back, this is going back a while from when Glenn was called out in the media for saying the 10% number. He was called right. a hate monger. I mean, that's low um, compared to what she's saying. Uh, yeah, and, and let me give you uh, a little bit more. What, what is terrorism? Okay, Would you mm-hmm. say attacks on civilians in the United States is an acceptable definition? Yes. Okay, That's a pretty, pretty specific yes. definition. This is a world uh, public opinion. Uh, says the lowest amount of support in any of the polled nations was Azerbaijan, where only 4% of people approve of violence against civilians in the United States. Another 10% have mixed feelings about it. Okay, That's the lowest. Uh, the highest is, uh, it, actually, the number rises to 9% in Pakistan with another 15%. It's only 9 in Pakistan? Yeah, only 15% have mixed feelings. So huh. a quarter of people in Pakistan wow. believe, uh, or at least at some level believe. Okay, uh, so both those countries fit into the 1 to 10. Yep. Uh, wait, what? Definition. Yeah, you could the say one that. one to 10%. Although, if you have mixed feelings, her. do you have mixed feelings about blowing up uh, innocent no, I Muslims? Do not. No, in, I do not. I no. do not have mixed feelings I about it. It's don't. an absolute no. Uh, so, so I would say if you have mixed feelings about it, you're, uh, that's, yeah, not a, that's not okay. That's true. Um, but how about, uh, do you, uh, what about the Palestinian territories? 24% approve of <laughs> civilians being murdered uh, in the United States. Uh, 15% have mixed feelings. So you're up to 39% there. Um, now... Uh, again, like you think about 
what that means. It's pretty significant. Now, let's, let's expand this definition a little bit. Um, so specific support for al-Qaeda's attacks on civilians uh, ranged from only 9% in Morocco to 21% in Egypt. Support for attacking civilians who happen to work in Islamic countries, 6% to 30% in the countries polled. Wow. Um, specific support for Osama bin Laden. Now, this is in 2009. This is back when he was alive. Um, 4% in Azerbaijan uh, support uh, Osama bin Laden. The Palestinian, territor Palestinian territories, 56% support Osama bin Laden. Um, That's more than half. That's not a... A tiny, minute fraction of people right. support it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fifty-six percent. Yeah. That's why they were celebrating in the streets on 9/11. Yeah. By the way. What about handing out candy? Exactly. Exactly. And that's why they weren't booed. They yeah. were. People came out and collected the candy. Now, Jeffy, obviously, whether he likes terrorism or not, would have collected the candy. So I'm sure there's sure. some of that there. Right. Um, if you think killing it's troops, candy. killing troops that just happen to be stationed in the Gulf, mm -hmm. is that terrorism? I mean, I would still say yes. yes. They say 13% uh, in Azerbaijan support that, 78% in Egypt, 87% in the Palestinian territories support killing U.S. troops that happen to be just stationed in the Gulf territories. Mm. 87%. This is not a situation where one out of a million Muslims believes this. This is a widespread belief mm -hmm. over a large swath of territory. That does not mean that every one of them is going to execute an attack. But it does mean that they advocate terrorism, which, by the way, is the definition of a terrorist. Someone yeah. who, ad you d uh, who executes or advocates terrorism. It's pretty specific. Um, and, you know, look, people, there's, so to say we're going to import people from these regions, so it's, you know, it, you've got to be really freaking careful at the very least. Ludicrous. Ludicrous at the very most. I mean, I mean, you could say it makes no sense. So you go and you say, do you say that only Christians? Well, you know, in theory, obviously, if you had, if, if there was an atheist, in, uh, in uh, these areas, you'd say, well, okay, I mean, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, you look at them either way. The easiest group for us to vet are Christians because of the fact that they're most similar to our values here in this country when we have a country that's three-quarters Christian. I mean, it's just, it's just, you're playing the percentages as much as possible. As Glenn said, it's, it's, it's not risk. hatred, it's minimizing and managing risk. That's all you can do in yeah. these situations. Yeah, it's not brain surgery. 888-727-BECK. Uh, more patents, too, coming up in a second. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. That's fabulous. By the way, our sponsor so. this half hour, I believe to be my Patriot Supply. Am I right on that? Yes, that's You are right on that. Oh, I like you my Patriot are, Supply. in fact, right on that. When you have, a, I don't know, 87% of a country that uh, fits a, uh, it's actually not a country, it's a territory. Yeah. But 78% uh, of some countries actually believe in attacking uh, Americans, either based in the Gulf and some uh, smaller percentage over here. You only need uh, a few. In fact, mm. uh, you only need, well, they only needed eight in Paris. Uh, maybe it was a little bit more than that. I guess they actually did finally kill the, uh, the uh, mastermind, the mastermind, and, mastermind and his cousin who blew herself up. Uh, the point being that you don't know what's going to happen here, and uh, you know so you want to be prepared. They weren't a cute little terror couple. No, they were cousins. I just heard that. Oh. Uh, that okay. was, uh, cousin. Huh. I, just I thought they were a cute little terror hey, I don't, don't want to judge. If he's, if he's dating his cousin, he's dating his cousin. Yeah, whatever. Hey, look, look that's, what, that is up to them. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, and beside the point on this commercial, yes, it is. yeah, it is slightly you know? besides the point, as as my Patriot Supply is no doubt noting at their wonderful facilities at this moment. But the point is, you can get a two-week emergency food supply for, for you only and 50 your cousin. Bucks. Right? Would your cousin fit into this? Yes, you could. Yeah, and look, we're not we're not your judge. If you no. want to kiss your cousin, that's not us. That's, that's not, not, not we my have thing. Nothing to do with us. Yeah. Okay. The uh, point is, for only fifty bucks, you can get a two-week supply by calling triple eight eight nine three. 
7953 or have your cousin do it. Yep, let's ship it to your house for free, Pat. Yeah, it's not even, that tough, right? Even to your cousin. Uh, it's the most right. affordable way to get prepared. My house or my cousin's house? Either house. Um, yeah. The special is only oh, available oh. if you call 888-893-7953. Wait, what's that number again? 888-893-7953. Call now. Okay. Uh, there's a limit for two per household. We need to well, tell you that. You and your cousin. That fits us both right it, there. It does. 888-893-7953. It's My Patriot Supply. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, some guy who's a, a Syrian refugee, or uh, he's a he's a leader. I don't know how you in rise York, to yeah. a, a Syrian community leadership in New York City, but he, this guy is a leader of the Syrian community. Uh, he said that ISIS terrorists have absolutely sneaked into America um, by posing as Civil War refugees and joined sleeper cells. And he says, I believe the terrorists from Syria have been coming into the United States not only in the past few years, but way before that. And I think they're already at work, according to Arafat Ralph Sukar. <laughs> I like that Ralph, I like that uh, Arafat there he, he took on a, an American name. If your name was Arafat, I'd think you probably Ralph would Ralph is something I would not choose, however. Even over Arafat? No, yeah, it's no. What about Osama? If your name was Osama, no. would you go to Ralph? Those are over only two choices. Osama? Yeah. Yes. What if yes. your name was Arafat? Would but you I would tr- I would avoid Ralph at almost every other really? juncture. Yeah, well, but it's a good American name. It is a good American. It's kind of what's happened to the name Jeffy over the past couple of years, right? I mean, like people used to think it was a cute little. Fun it used name. to be one of the top names given to babies in America. <laughs> it's dead last now. Good. <laughs> dead last. <laughs> people would call themselves. They they'll name their children uh, Xerox and Kleenex before yes. they'll name their kids. Yes, Jeff. butt cheese. Mm-hmm. is up higher on the list mm-hmm. than Jeffy. Yeah, people name their child but uh, you have an actual, do we before have a they'll name him after you. Yeah, it's well, I got scientific oh, facts. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, guess who's on our bandwagon on the Syrian refugee thing? Other than Chris Matthews that we pointed out on radio earlier today. Mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer. Really? He wants to pause on Syrian refugees. He might be the most, one of the most liberal guys in the Senate, as we all know. He's called for a potential pause on the Obama-Syrian refugee plan. According to NPR reporter Susan Davis, who tweeted Chuck Schumer's stance, Schumer may be siding with Republicans to put the brakes on this thing. Uh, should Schumer officially reject uh, Obama's proposal, he'll join 30 governors, and there's 30 now. Wow. I hadn't heard that four more joined. Uh, and a majority of Republican congressmen who feel that blindly accepting Syrian refugees poses a national security threat. Well, that, that's fascinating. I mean, Chuck Schumer, you, you know, he's uh, Jewish, and I think he understands that this might be an issue, uh, and not only for Jews, but for Christians and all Americans, if we start allowing people who absolutely hate our guts 
and want to destroy us into the nation. I mean, this is this is not that difficult to figure out. No, um, um, he's occasionally he, you know because uh, Schumer does uh, he's occasionally right on some issues as it relates to uh, accidentally. Yeah, I think he's, uh, he accidentally mm-hmm. stumbles into a proper position mm-hmm. every once in a while. Uh, you know who doesn't though, or oh. rarely, rarely, rarely does is Whoopi Goldberg. Um, Here's what she said on The View uh, this week about another well-known Christian. One more yeah. point. I mean, Christian Timothy McVeigh no. was a Christian. Just stupid saying. Ass. He was, well, there have so been, stupid. you know, there have been a lot of horrifying. Oh, there have been a lot of monster Christians. Yeah. Hitler was a Christian. No! I, I'm, uh, technically, well, I'm yeah, not so he, sure. He, yeah, well, he didn't like the Catholics. Remember? Yeah, no, he didn't like so anything. He was, he there thought there himself are as a people Christian in person. all, in all like groups that don't represent exactly. that group That's well. Right. Yes. So yeah. There's a whole bunch of boneheads on both sides. It's about yeah. the other, the other, yeah. the other. Yeah. There's not one brain among them. Even uh, Candace Cameron Bure, or whatever her name is. Who we like. Can't, who yeah. I like yeah. a lot. Yeah. She can't defend the position. She doesn't have the knowledge. Could we please, for the love of heaven, get one person on there who knows what the hell they're talking about? They'll talk over them. Timothy McVeigh. Not a Christian. Agnostic. Adolf Hitler. Not a Christian. Not a Christian. Hitler used Christianity for, in the uh, beginning. In a very short time at the beginning. For a very short time he to, would praise it. to get in bed with Christians and get them on his side. But once but, he had power, he, oh, he immediately started. Yeah. I, he hated Christians. Mm-hmm. Hated Christianity. The guy, if anything, he was probably a Satanist. Timothy McVeigh was an agnostic. Timothy McVeigh grew up, I mean, he was raised in a Catholic home, and his quote was, I was never deep into it. I never uh, believed it. His lawyer said that uh, when he's in prison, he admitted he's been an agnostic for years. Timothy McVeigh's only issue was the United States government. It had nothing to do with religion. Yeah, by the way, uh, those are words coming from Timothy, Timothy McVeigh's mouth. I mean, yes. He specifically said yes, those things. Yes, he did. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, it's kind uh, of amazing. I, I can't believe That it. this continues to go on, especially when I mean, that. It's almost 20 years later. Even the MSNBC. Still babbling that. Even the MSNBC documentary on Timothy McVeigh has his words utilized. They pointed it out, right? talks about how he was not Christian. He to was their credit. To their credit. Yeah. Although the same network says it all the time. They, they just do. don't even refer to their own documentary, which, by the way, was narrated by Rachel Maddow. This is not some... Uh, this is even in one of their news documentaries. This is Rachel Maddow narrating the documentary. Um, and then you go to uh, Hitler. I mean, it's just absolutely absurd. The guy obviously murdered Christians all over the place. Um, he... Uh, you know what? If anything, you know, you know what? Adolf Hitler truly believed it was science. He believed in the scientific consensus so much. He believed that he could go through and eliminate all these awful races because they Mm -hmm. were the ones bringing down society. He was the ultimate scientific consensus believer. He just took it to an extent that other people just talk about. Uh, You know, uh, what's his face? Uh, The poet that we always uh, refer to... um, Oh. Um, uh, Shaw, George Bernard Shaw, who uh, and the playwright, who specifically uh, said that a lot of the things that Hitler did should happen. He just didn't actually execute them. Hitler did yeah. it. He did it. He took the uh, scientific consensus of the time and executed it to its logical uh, uh, conclusion. He was the ultimate progressive. He was. You he know. was. And by the way, he was a socialist. 
Yeah. He was a socialist, a national socialist. Uh, fascism uh, was obviously a big part of his, uh, his deal, but he was a national socialist who believed in government power making decisions for others based on scientific consensus. Who does that sound like? Sound like a right-wing position to uh, you? No. No, no, not at all. So this BS argument they keep trotting so out there like it. it's, like it's uh, Hitler was a Christian. Yeah, no, uh, Hitler was a Christian. Uh, Timothy McVeigh uh, was a Christian. Just saying. I, I, Just saying. I think, I think, right? Wasn't he? No, he's not. Committee... <laughs> Even if you take get them, away with it. But even if you take them, Pat, <laughs> even if you give them Hitler and Timothy McVeigh, the numbers aren't even close no, they're to, not. between uh, uh, atheists Still. and Muslims and other communists. Groups. Communists, I mean, atheists, I mean, you don't want to talk about both Mao and, uh, and Stalin. You're not going to find anybody beating them outside of some infectious diseases. <laughs> Those are the only ones that can compete with Mao and Stalin. Uh, you're talking about 80 million between the two. If we were babbling that kind of nonsense, that kind of blatantly false nonsense about Muslims, we'd be shut oh, down. Ooh. How does The View get away with that on a regular basis where they just keep spewing uninformed bull crap that nobody challenges? Do they have any numbers at all? I mean, seriously, I'll have to, I'll have to look. I don't know. I mean, just thinking out loud. I mean, there's nothing else probably... on in the day, is there? I mean, do they even when... have soap operas on anymore? Are are, are there still soap? I think operas? there are some, but it's yeah. not as many as there used to be. There's yeah, it's not when the view is on, though, right? The view is on. No, the that's earlier, either that. earlier or later. I don't know. But I mean, I, the view is a disaster. I can't I mean, believe I, it. It's just it's it's. My it, Timothy McVeigh. I, what is Behar <laughs> doing back on there? I know. Is she we a got regular part again? I don't know. Is she back on? Yeah, she's Wait, been on all, all, all that did time. she leave? She left. And then she, she left and came back yeah. to The View. Oh, good. I mean, well, they Golly. need her. They need, it was, they need her. They do trot back people all the time. Oh, they have Rosie back on for a while, too. Yeah, they did. Right. Yeah, they did. Not a lot of new ideas going on that one. In fact, and this is a good example of it. They're using old ideas. People have tried to blame Christians for right. Hitler for they a have. long time. They've tried they have. to base. They've tried to blame. But it's all been discredited. I mean, if you yeah, have if an you care. ounce of truth in you, you know the discredited fact that Timothy McVeigh isn't Christian. My guess you is know though, that Hitler wasn't Christian. Right, but there is certainly not. There is no way anyone would apply the standard to the view that they would have to have a, an ounce of credibility. The issue is there's not even an ounce of curiosity. Yeah. It's just not even, like, there's not even a moment where they would question such a thing and to, to, the, to the extent of actually going to the Internet and <sighs> trying to find out what has been said on the topic. Um, you know, but that's it's to be expected. It's the freaking view. Um, you know, Candace uh, Cameron uh, Bure, Bure, I guess, is a uh, Bure, whatever it is. Oh, um, maybe it is. I don't Bure. know. I'm not sure, but I, I like her, and she's in all of her like favorite her. movies. Um, on she's Lifetime in a lot of really good. She's in about eight out of ten. <laughs> she's in Christmas one every movies. year. She's in another one, new one this year, supposedly. <laughs> but the point is, like, you know, does she need to be incredibly well versed on the words of Timothy McVeigh to act in Christmas movies? No, uh, but uh, you know, it maybe. <laughs> but if she's going to be on a topical show like this, she should know that. Well, I mean, right? I don't know that she could expect that that was going to be the argument. The point is, the people who host the damn show, and when they're going to bring it up, should definitely have an idea of what's they going should. on. They I mean, I, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it really is sad, but completely expected at this point. Yeah. Uh, more Pat and Stewart's coming up. Mm. Agonizing. Oh, well, according to this, she should have started the agonizing. Show. Who? Joy? Yeah. As for the late night show. Oh, wow. I mean, I can't believe we missed 
Whoopi should rename herself Whoopsie. Because she's constantly making yeah. major mistakes on her program and no one ever calls her on it. But if you just call herself Whoopsie, then no one would ever think, oh, that's the lady that always makes mistakes. We can't, we, we can't make fun of her. <laughs> I mean, she's named after a mistake. So, yeah. right. Fine. Yeah, that would be good. It's a suggestion. That would be good. Uh, University of Vermont, this is wonderful because uh, they're giving people a chance to, you know, confront their inner demons uh, or the fact that they are demons uh, even, even better. Uh, they're holding a three-day retreat, so students who self-identify as white <laughs> could confront their own white privilege. Come on. Their white privilege. Examining white privilege, a retreat for undergraduate students who self-identify as white, actually took place last weekend. Uh, it was specifically for white students or those self-identifying as white. So could this be blacks who identify as white? Is that... Could that be? According to the university, the self-identifying white students who attended the retreat came to recognize and understand white privilege from an individual experience and have the opportunity to conceptualize and articulate whiteness from a personal and systematic, uh, systemic lens, as well as the impact of white privilege on the University of Vermont community and beyond. I can't take any more of this garbage. This is such... Bull crap! I can't. <laughs> yeah, this one even really bugs you. Stand it. Well, you do run a school, so maybe this is why. <sighs> yeah. This particular issue seems to piss you off. Do you? Uh, do you? Uh, <clears throat> do I uh, recommend mm? these particular readings? Uh, the invention of the white race. No. Uh, mm. White privilege, male yes. privilege in yes. race. Class, class and gender. gender. No. The feminist classroom, though. I, I don't. Uh, oh, or, what about the? Abolition, abolition of, of whiteness. whiteness? No. You do have a bumper sticker that advocates people by the abolition of whiteness. Uh, no. I, the, I, I, I don't out. have that bumper uh, sticker. Maybe you didn't put it on, but it's there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> University website features testimonials from past attendees of the... Re so they've done this before. and Who praised the way the event was a safe place for their whiteness. And the fact that they have white privilege. Uh, Stop it. I mean... Hmm. There, what? How is this okay that you're tr that that these universities are trying so desperately to make white people hate themselves and other white people? And why is that okay? How can this be? <laughs> this is the most screwed up. It's far more screwed up than I ever dreamed imaginable. And I guess I should have, you know, we all should have seen this coming. Those of us who believe that, you know, eventually there's going to be. Yeah, an apocalyptic event. <laughs> and when you get closer to the apocalyptic event, obviously things are going to get turned upside down, and it's going to be weird. But, I mean, there's no way to foresee this kind of weirdness. This is just so stupid and bizarre. How do you get white people to agree that, yeah, I'm really bad, and I, I shouldn't have what I do, and I've taken advantage of others, even though I haven't, and I don't deserve to have this, and I should give it to somebody else? I mean, I, I, how do you do that? I, I really would never have foreseen any of this. This is just, uh, this is beyond anything you could envision. And then we have the Dartmouth administrator who sided with the Black Lives Matter protesters at the library. These were the protesters who got into white people's faces and were screaming the F word at them, effing white people. You talk about racist. The Black Lives Matter people were so racist at these white people, calling them white MMFers, white bitches, uh, stop with your white tears, all of that kind of stuff screaming at them 
interrupting their studying their Dartmouth. It's an Ivy League school. They're trying to study. They're trying to get ready for class, trying to get ready for maybe a test. Maybe they got finals coming up. You got these black people coming in screaming at them. And then who gets apologized to? Uh, the protesters. No, the, the study, protesters do. The studiers got apologized to, right? No, the I mean, protesters. They, they were studying and they got, F you, the... you filthy white Fs. Yeah, look at this. F you and your comfort. F you, you filthy white Fs. F you and your comfort. <laughs> F you, you racist S. Who's the racist here? <laughs> who, who's the racist? I'm not saying anything to you. And I'm a filthy white so are you saying that when you mm. group mm. people by race in a negative fashion, that should mm -hmm. be something that's that's somehow wrong? That people should somehow have a problem with? That's because what that's what they're yeah. doing, but because they're black, it's okay. That's what you're missing. That is what I'm missing. Yep. Yeah, that that's that missing. is the key element that I'm not grasping at all. So then the vice provost of the university gathers them together in this in this huge area. I don't know if it's a cafeteria or whatever. And she apologizes to them. She apologizes because she got some calls from people who were upset by this, that the white kid's getting screamed at. And she told them that they were all, she told all the callers they were wrong. It was a wonderful, beautiful protest. And that then she told the protesters that, you know, there's a whole conservative world out there. That's really mean. Um, okay. Uh, huh. I guess it's a nice thing to say F you and your comfort, you filthy white F. Yeah. I guess that's okay. There's a that's... whole conservative world out there that's not being very nice. Oh, it's them. It's their, their there's, own center. There's, yeah, well, that's the library. And then we, we don't have a lot of the profanity on here because, well. That's not a, that's not, that would not be a good Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Decision for I'll the do it if you'd like. No, that's no, right. Don't. I, I can reenact it. No, and, no I don't think no, we It's not a problem at all. Do you, do you just want to swear on TV? It's not a problem. That, I'll reenact okay. it for you. Um, by the way, they're also doing this about uh, at Princeton now, um, and they're saying they want Woodrow Wilson's name off of the buildings. By the Here's way, the one thing I fully yeah. support. Should, his name should be off the buildings. You know, mm -hmm. Again, I, I would not agree with their tactics, uh, per se, but uh, still, I, you know, it should be off. They, they apparently took over the president's office. And wanted him out. He is a racist. He is, mm, you know, he was. I, there is a, yeah, that's true. Uh, he was a racist, although he's still a racist as president of hell. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he's one of those guys that, like, it, it's, diff, it's, a, it's a little bit of a different case against Woodrow Wilson than it is against George Washington, right? Like, so George Washington did, you know, had slaves, and we all know about that. And there's, you know, some people in that era did uh, realize what the right thing to do. I'll give you a Ben Franklin as, a, as my, per, my personal favorite example. But it was the way of the world at the time, and it was turned over. As we've mm -hmm. noted many times in the, in the founding documents, they allowed themselves a long-term out to make sure that they mm -hmm. uh, were able to overturn this eventually. Many of them believed that they should overturn it but didn't see a path to it at that time. Point is, the path had already been, we've already walked down the path. We already had the Civil War. We actually had the military segregated. We had federal, um, uh, um, federal officers. actually integrated at that time. I'm sorry, integrated yeah. is what I meant. Uh, yeah, we already had it inter integrated. And he resegregated it. He turned back mm -hmm. the, uh, the momentum of the country towards uh, racial uh, harmony and turned it back towards the KKK. He, rever he, he the car's going 50 miles an hour, he jammed the thing in reverse and, and started backing up. 
And that is a, a totally different standard than what you would judge a founding father on, in my personal opinion. Uh, you know, this is a guy who was essentially in modern times uh, and was this racist. It's, you know, he should, his name should be off of all these buildings, all of these schools. Um, he should not be honored in any way. He was a bad, bad guy who was a terrible president. Now, that does not mean you go terrorize uh, you know, people and go after their jobs and try to get them fired and, and all that, you know, but you can make a large, logical, sensible argument about it, and I think it's yeah. worth listening to. Yeah, this, I mean, this one is sensible because he was a flat-out racist pig. Uh, and they say, we demand the university administration publicly acknowledge the racist legacy of Woodrow Wilson and how he impacted campus policy and culture. We also demand that steps be made to rename Wilson Residential College the Woodrow Wilson School of Public Policy and International Affairs, and any other building named after him. Furthermore, we would like the mural of Washington to be removed, or of Wilson to be removed from Wilcox Dining Room. Fully support all of those measures. I'm behind him. I'm with you. We're like, like this on that. There's solidarity. There. Mm -hmm. More Pat and Stu coming up in a sec. Do a triple eight seven two seven Beck. Yeah, it's kind of cool from Forbes, the new Trump Trump ad uh, blocks everything related to Donald Trump from your iPhone. I don't know how that well that works. I don't know. I kind of want to do it though. Kind of. I kind of want to download it. Uh, uh, but we probably miss some stories we probably need. So, but I could do it on my phone and not right. just not get it on the phone, but you get it on your computer, you know, on your laptop or whatever. So it blocks it, or is it just highlight or does it, it highlight it? That doesn't actually help. worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's the iTunes App Store. It just highlights it all. Okay. Mm, I guess so that's not good. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, it says uh, they also have uh, another app they did uh, called K Blocker, which was, would block any Kardashian-related material. Oh, I'd like that. That I would, mm -hmm. that I would really but I'd be interested in that. But you'd miss out on a lot of important uh, selfies. How about the R Blocker, too? Anything Ronda Rousey oh, related? I am fully in on oh, that, 100%. Geez. I don't want to hear know, she, about her. Now, she, was, she can't fight for six months I or know, something. The, I really? Why? She really did get her, her head bashed in. in. I mean, the docs are, like, not clearing she, her really? to do anything. Yeah. She, she got kicked that bad? It's yeah. a medical suspension, yeah. basically. No, you, you're not allowed to fight at all. For so what happened? Like a massive concussion? Or Yeah, that's what the, I mean, the docs are saying you can't fight. And they're, wow. I mean, the joke is, obviously, she got her head, she seriously got, got her, her head, head kicked in. in. But, uh, I mean, that's kind of scary. We actually um, do. She could have been killed. Developed as well was the, uh, the Jeffy blocker. Um, which we actually have implemented on this program. Yeah. Um, there it is. There it is. That's a good app to have right there. That is a handy one. Mm -hmm. That's handy. I just you just won't. See. I mean, you might see a skull, <laughs> but you're not going to see. Uh, F you and your white comfort, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Block that. We are. Fat actually, lives matter. We are blocking yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Fat lives matter. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, Jeffy. You're welcome. That's, uh, that's wonderful. Um, I, I don't know. I think I actually would put this on my phone, but I would probably screw up. And what, I mean, the Kardashian one, I think I would legitimately put on my phone. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see any. I never want to see a story about the Kardashians. There's a thing never. that they have. I in, couldn't um, care less. Yahoo. Yahoo. Could not care less. The, the front page of Yahoo has a feature where they give, you know, at the bottom, they give you all these news stories. And they're news stories based on things that you either like or, you know, have clicked Stuff on in the past about, or searched yeah. for or whatever. So, like, my, my feed is like, Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles, Toronto Blue Jays, uh, you know, things, the dumb things that I click on all the time that are there, you know, like certain news topics that I'll click on again, like oil prices or like things like that will pop up. Glenn Beck will pop up a lot whenever he has a controversy. But there's a way you could say if you're getting things that you don't like in your feed, it'll say thing you can click on an X and it'll say, and you'd say, don't send me any more of this content. And they'll ask you why. So what hap what keeps happening None is of your business. Right, well, well, no, well, I mean, you don't have to tell it, but I, I like to because I want it to eliminate those right. stories, yeah. right? Um, but a lot of times it'll be like, you know, you, do you, like Ronda Rousey comes up and it'll be like, why do you want to eliminate these stories? Well, I, I, the real answer is that is I never want to hear another word about this person mm -hmm. ever in my entire life. Mm -hmm. uh, and what happens is instead it's like, do you not want to hear this, see this story because uh, you don't want further stories related to sports? No, I no. It's not because I don't want to see another sports story. It's because I don't want to see anything about her. I'm sick of mm -hmm. her. Or they'll do a Glenn Beck one from, like, you know, Media Matters or some terrible organization like that. And be like, I'll, I'll, I'll click, I don't want any more like that. And it'll be like, do you not want to see stories about Glenn Beck? No, I, <laughs> I don't want to see ridiculous nonsense about Glenn Beck. Um, but that's the way. It, it's like, that's what I need. Because I just don't want, I don't want any stories about mm -hmm. Ronda Rousey. Yes. But I would like to be able to customize that. And I guess what the problem with that is, a lot of people say, is that you never get opposing views. I am kind of interested, though, because she got beat so bad, and she was unbeaten, right? She was 12, yeah, 12 and 0? 12-0, yeah. 12-0. So, I mean, everybody thought uh, the prevailing theory was that she couldn't be beaten. She beat this last big challenger in 30 seconds or whatever, and so everybody thought she was indestructible. And then this Whoa. unknown just kicks her head in. And now she can't fight for six months because she was beaten so badly. So what is she saying about it? What is and and what is MMA saying about that? Their their thing is supposedly. Oh, it's a lot safer than boxing. Actually, we we haven't had the injuries that boxing has had. Well, when you kick somebody in the head that hard that they can't do anything for six months, it doesn't seem safe to me. It's just, it it's does all, not. And then you can get down on the ground and start beating them in the face until the ref comes in and intervenes, which is what happened in this case. I mean, that doesn't seem safe or well, reasonable. Well, I mean, look, it's her, it's her own choice. She's able to go it in is. there and do that. I mean, I, I don't, don't want to watch it. I have no interest Especially in watching a woman get her. Do you like, head I, I don't even like watching uh, the guys yeah, beat the hell out say, of each other. Yeah, like, I would say, I'll watch an occasional but body, boxing match, but I'm not really a big MMA guy. But still, with women, I certainly don't want to see it. I no. never, women, female boxing, never, ever want to watch it, ever. I don't uh -huh. want to see a woman get punched in the face. There's no glory in that to me. No, I don't want um, You know, but whatever. All right, Triple Eight, 727, back in a second.
So many people say to us, why is Jeffrey so <clears throat> I know, right? You know, here we are. You see the themes. We're trying to save his life. They, they, a, lot, a lot of times they call it uh, patents to abuse. And, uh, and he just abuses us. He does. We, we allow it. I don't know why. I get, does that make us enablers? I, I guess it probably does. Probably. I does. guess it does. You know, probably we just, <laughs> we just, you know, all we want is love, as we've said in the theme many times. Oh, my gosh. We wrote um, that. You and I wrote that together. Yeah. <laughs> the love thing. And, uh yeah. yeah, and the people, yeah. Americans, are so, they just, they just mm -hmm. dislike Jeffy so much. Oh, my much. gosh. The, the vitriol is And maybe he's so taking palatable. that out on us. You, know? you, can, you can taste it. Yeah. I mean, even if your taste buds have been sur surgically removed, you can still taste that. Jeffy's actually had extra ones put in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that more love? Huh? I was just wondering. I'm I was, saying you're I was better. Just that more Hold on, you know what? Yeah, I'm saying you're better than other people because you have more sense. <laughs> your, your senses are enhanced. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, the sense of taste, for example, mm -hmm. being one that's really enhanced. Really, I mean, like you may get enhanced to the billionth power. <laughs> you know. Uh, by the way, has your wife responded yet to uh, my uh, plea for information based on these cookies <laughs> that I sent to her on Twitter? Uh, well, I don't know if she's responded on Twitter, but I know that she. Uh, uh, had contacted me on uh, GChat saying, uh, do I need to make sympathy cookies for Stu? <laughs> yes! For well, I don't know what I'm being sympathetic. Why is she being sympathetic? Uh, that's what I asked Maybe for. mourning the loss of other cookies hmm. that you stole. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, Remember at the end of Boily uh, uh, Wonka, you stole fizzy lifting drinks. You stole our cookies. And then you ate them. No, I did not. And then they, they appeared in your belly. So there you were, don't win. There were some that did. My wife made like 8 billion cookies Where? like a we week and a half ago. Why didn't we get any? There were mounds of them. She brought them into the building. I don't know what happened to them. This is unbelievable. Mm. This is unbelievable. And she knows that Glenn can't eat them, so... Gee, so where did they go? That's a, great, that's a great point of information. We didn't see them. Glenn didn't eat them. Where did they go? There's uh, other people in the building. Yeah, and there are other people in the building. It's a good point. <laughs> I can't stand him. Can we give the rest of the show with him? I can't. Yeah. I can't stand I mean, him. But I do love you. Yeah. There's love. Really? Yeah, all, all oh, we want is love. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, Hillary Clinton is in big trouble in two vital swing states. Uh, she would lose to leading Republican candidates in Florida and Colorado, two of the most fiercely contested battleground states in 2012, and it's not even close. Uh, not a good sign for Hillary, considering the two states twice were carried by Obama. And he won just over 50% in Florida and uh, Colorado in 2012. Quinnipiac University poll of Colorado voters finds that Hillary trails four leading Republican candidates by 11 points or more. This is good. I mean, it's still really early, but this is good news. Uh, Rubio would defeat Clinton 52-36 in Colorado. Carson 52-38. Cruz 51-38. Donald Trump, even? Mm. 48 37, but by the of smallest margin of any of them. <laughs> As it always is. In Florida, it's uh, Carson by 50 to 40. Uh, Trump leads 49 40. Sheesh, that's amazing. Uh, Trump leads in Fox News, uh, News' New Hampshire poll. And uh, this is the interesting part to me, though, is that Ted Cruz is now third in New Hampshire. Yeah, that's big. That's big news. Uh, Trump has 27% of the of the vote so far in New Hampshire compared to Rubio's 13, so he's 14 points ahead. 
Uh, Cruz is number three, though, at 11. Then Bush and Carson tied at nine. Kasich has seven. Christie, six. Trump, by the way, uh, he's interesting polling in that he polls considerably better uh, in the Northeast, uh, Mm. which is, of course, where New Hampshire is, um, and places where there's a large Northeast, like Florida, he does much better than he does in other southern states. Mm -hmm. I think there's something about Trump, and I, I noticed this with myself and Chuck Schumer years ago, in that, like, while I can't stand Chuck Schumer's policies, there's something familiar about him. He's like I grew up in Connecticut. I grew up in I was born in New York. I grew up in Connecticut. There's something regionally familiar about Chuck Schumer, the way he talks, the way he uh, handles himself, the way he's kind of a little bit in your face. Sort of that Rudy Giuliani thing he has going on as well. There's something that Northeasterners like about that is something like a little bit native. Hmm. uh, And I think that that people relate to Trump's idiosyncrasies a little bit better when they're in that region because you see it a lot more a yeah. little more familiar when you're in new york you see there's a lot of guys who come out and say incoherent things loudly yeah you're you're, you're used to it and i think that kind of actually helps him in those regions and i think it will help him in new hampshire um you know I, I if any of the states i would not be surprised to see donald trump win it would actually be new hampshire um that's the one state you think he actually does have a good chance of course that wipes out a lot of these establishment candidates the chris christie's the john Kasichs are gone if trump wins new hampshire um so maybe there is some positive there buried in the uh, trump uh craziness maybe uh i just i i like to see cruz just moving up the polls ever Mm -hmm. so slightly just a little bit slow but steady i mean he just keeps rising he's not going down to two percent Back up to four, down to three, up to seven. He's not doing that. He just continues this steady climb, yeah, and, and it, I think it bodes well. Marco Rubio is doing the same thing. But Rubio, like, too. Uh, both of those guys yeah. are doing that. Uh, and they have, They're both positioned well. They're in, a, in, they're in an interesting spot. And I think Rubio senses that, and that's why he's, he's going after Cruz right now. And Cruz, by the way, did not hold back against Rubio. He on the sure didn't. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, those guys are at... He sure in a, in a, didn't. In a somewhat I, friendly war. I was a little surprised. They were going after each it other. It didn't sound as friendly as I thought it might be. No, I mean, like, I don't think these guys I hate each it. other like no, but, some other candidates do. But I, I, I will say that I think uh, they are outwardly battling now for this third-place yeah. position. Because I think yeah. they a lot of people... Uh, and Pat was asking me about this the other day, whether I think it's still this way. I do um, think that Trump's going to come down eventually. He's not going to win this election, which means, you know, Carson is, is already showing signs of uh, crumbling in certain states. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was at 9% in, was it this one? Was it, uh, I think it was an Iowa poll. I could be wrong on that. But he was only at 9%, which is the first time I've seen him in single digits oh, in quite a while. Oh, this is weird because... Now that you mention Carson, oh yeah, okay, yeah, he's tied for uh, fourth with Bush in for nine percent. Nine percent. So that's in, the first in New Hampshire uh, early poll, uh, wow. early state poll. I've seen him in single digits in quite some time. Wow. So he might be having his problems. I mean, you know, all the stuff. Him being controversial doesn't hurt Ben Carson. When he looks like he doesn't know what's going on, it does hurt him. I think mm-hmm. um, it does not hurt Donald Trump. That is not a concern for Trump voters at all. But the people who are voting for, for Ben Carson are apparently want him to know what's going on. In the I world. like my president's dumb. I, I, I like mean, it. That's what, it's good. That's, that's, that's essentially as the long, policy of Trump voters. As long as they're loud yeah. and dumb. And dumb. Which that's is, by what the way, I insist upon. much worse than quiet and dumb. Yeah. Much worse than quiet and dumb. Loud and dumb is worse than quiet and dumb. Now, we're not saying necessarily 
that Donald Trump is dumb because he's he's a billionaire. He's a successful businessman. He obviously knows he does some things. things well. He does some things well. A lot of that based on the fact that he's not necessarily a good guy. Uh, and that doesn't yeah. make me feel any better about it. I mean, like, if you're not the brightest bulb, but you're able to push people around, a lot of times you can still get your Jeffy? way for short periods of time. Jeffy's you could comment on that. that. Jeffy? Jeffy's more of sit, mm -hmm. pe sit on people to get his way, but, right. the, you know, there's similarities. But not a good guy. No, bad. You know, to, to your point guy. of not being a good guy and pushing people around. Uh, Jeffy, because your thoughts make, on that? I try to make people's lives better. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. <laughs> that is the Donald Trump theory. Because he's trying to make, look, uh, I was build, building a big, beautiful casino. Would you rather have that or somebody's little house? Um, constitutionally, somebody's little house. Uh, even aesthetically, somebody's little house. Freedom-wise, somebody's little house. It's all about his money. I mean, that he was doesn't the whole care, thing man. about uh, when he first started. That's what, one of the things that upset me or ticked me off with him talking about Megyn Kelly one of the first comments was, look, what are we doing here? I mean, I'm not getting paid for this. Mm -hmm. You know, that's before he even starts what he's before he starts bashing anybody. Yeah. He's going to be, look, what are we doing here? I'm not getting paid for this. I'm spending my own money. Right. Shut up. I know. And he's, he's not uh, investing all his own money. Yeah, that's a that's, a, that's another, another little we have not talked about another little tasty tidbit, by the way. Yeah, he's saying he's self-funding his campaign. No, uh, that is what he, you would call. A lie. It's not true. No, not no because he said that. He yeah, said he did that. say I mean, that. He's the only one on stage no, that doesn't take in anybody's true. money, except that they are. He is taking people's money. Yeah. Um, and he's not entirely self He may not be doing big fundraisers, but right. he is taking their money. He has a yeah. website. They do contribute. He does use that money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, mean, I can't it, stop people from giving me money if they want yeah, to give me money. That's all he'll he say. By not setting up, sure. a, by not setting up those, uh, the mechanism. That would be an easy way to stop it. <laughs> right. I mean, by not putting a button to donate, that would be a way to stop yeah, it. Yeah, because you're self-funding, you right? Yeah, you're self-funding, self and you think it's evil that these other guys aren't, so... Yeah, yeah to his, now, like, if you want to be optimistic and be a pro-Trump pro guy on this, you could say, well, what he's saying, he's not running around doing lots of fundraisers. Right. But that's not what he's saying. A, a, that's not what he's saying. B, while that's true, the reason it's true is because he's able to get so much free media. Right. He, he's mm -hmm. he's not spending a lot of his own money because he's on television for free all the time. Even when it's on the telephone, people are taking his his uh, uh, his interviews. Mm -hmm. So I mean, look, that's to his credit. I mean, you know, as a celebrity, he has benefits that other candidates don't. You don't take those away. Um, he gets to keep those benefits, and it's good for him. It's the reason why he's in first place still. Uh, but it's you know, y y y there is a level of um, you know of. Of a big fat lie. Did you see that Kasich is demanding equal time on SNL? Yeah, that was weird. That is weird. First of all, he would be horrible on SNL. Oh my! He's gosh, the most. Can you he's the, he's that guy. a weird. He's a weird person. Yes, he is. And I don't really remember this. Weird. I almost. It almost appears. And this is. You know, I'm. I'm talking out of my ass here because I, I don't have any evidence of this. But I remember him being. That's your ass. Really. I didn't. I remember him being on the it show is. with Glenn back in the day and being very. Normal. <laughs> I there's something vaguely remember that too. I think you guys talked to him before I rejoined the show. Right. Like he was a normal Republican. Like, I do remember you talking about. Like, I'm not saying he was this big time conservative. I'm not saying right. policy. But you liked him, right? But you like he's a fine another Republican <laughs> that would come out and say things. When he was a congressman, yeah. he was decent. He was decent. But I'm not even talking about his policies. I'm talking about like his mannerisms, his yeah. hand gestures, mm -hmm. his weird sort of twitchiness. Yeah. Like, there's something odd about him that I don't uh -huh. know what it is, what's going on. Um, it is weird, though. It's almost as if something's going wrong with him physically.
Yeah. Because it, it was not like this, at least what I re that I remember. Or emotionally. He's nervous yeah. or something, and yeah, that's why they're yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. all that. Mm. Uh, anyway, apparently the uh, Clinton campaign is out threatening comedy clubs because they make fun of her. The owner of a prominent Chicago comedy club called Laugh Factory is alleging the Clinton campaign contacted him and harassed him after he released a sketch featuring comedians mocking the presidential candidate. Hillary versus the First Amendment mocks Clinton in a variety of different ways. I'd like to see this. And includes implications she's old, badly dressed, and secretly a lesbian. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, I don't, I don't know that I buy into the secret lesbian, but she well, it's is... It's a comedy bit, though. It's not a fact-checkable... Right. right. She is old. She is badly dressed. Mm. I mean, uh, secretly a lesbian, we can debate that, but factory owner... Jamie Masada alleges that shortly after posting the video, he was contacted by a prominent member of the campaign, asked to take down the video. He said the video was disgusting and asked me who put this up. Who put wow, it up to this? Wow, can you believe it? Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, especially when the, the title of the video is <coughs> Hillary versus the First Amendment, you'd think you probably don't yeah. want to start threatening people's expression of speech. They threatened uh, him. Yeah, strange. They were just in, making an inquiry. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. I just wanted to find out. Up to this exactly. That's amazing. Um, just wanted to find uh, out. That's amazing. Happened. By the way, we were talking about Kasich earlier. As it relates to free speech, this is interesting. He's sort of backing off of this claim now, but he wanted to create a new federal agency. <laughs> Listen to him discuss this. <laughs> a new agency that you're promoting today that would help promote Judeo-Christian values around the globe. You're promoting a new government agency. Is that correct? Well... You know, look, uh, well, there's you know, nobody that's look. spent more time shrinking government and cutting budgets than I have. But you also have no, to have priorities. True. You know, when it comes to creating priorities, everything isn't, isn't uh, equal. And, right. uh, you know, mm -hmm. trying to make everything totally consistent is the hobgoblin of small ideas. So, I mean, so let's yeah, be clear. What, are, is, what does the agency look what In real terms, what would this new agency you're promoting look like? Well, its job mm -hmm. would be... Uh, would be fundamentally to revive what we used to do when we beam messages into the former Soviet Union. I mean, we need to beam messages around the world about what it means to be, mm -hmm. to have a Western ethic, to be part of a Christian, Judeo-Christian um, uh, society. It means freedom. It means opportunity. It means respect for women. It means freedom to gather. It means so many things. I mean, it's not quite as bad as it was initially sort of uh, headlined. I mean, because he's talking about uh, about it as a, you know, radio-free. Uh, 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 no, uh, I'm thinking of not, not that one. Um, what's the other one? The America One. I can't think of the stupid name. But Radio Marti is another example of it, though, in Cuba. Um, radio Free Europe? I was thinking of Voices of America. What was the name? VOA? VOA. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's yeah. What I'm thinking of. Okay. There was VOA. There was Radio Free, Free Europe. But there that, was a couple but, but of things. That thing, in, in a time when you have major disagreements with other parts of the world, Radio Marti, TV Marti was the same uh, yeah. thing, trying to broadcast into uh, Cuba, which, by the way, is one of the one of the biggest wastes of money. I can't remember. I think it's TV Marti that they actually were able to block the signal completely, so literally no one in Cuba could ever see it. Yet we still kept running the, the network in Florida for years and years and years and years and years and years, knowing that no one could see it because we had committed to the project and we didn't want to cut spending. Um, it's, a, it's an amazing story. Um, mm. But uh, it's not quite as bad as I had initially um, uh, heard it when, it when the initial reports. But again, you know, mm. this idea that he is a, a cost cutter and a government shrinker is absurd. It's not true. <laughs> um, and beyond that, his, what, was the, what was the phrase? 
um, being consistent is the hobgoblin of... Yeah. What was that? Do you have the quote, Jeffy? Uh, it was something, being consistent is the hobgoblin <laughs> of progress or something. Can we hear that one more time? Is there any, any way we could... Uh, that play, or, or just, just play the thing. Play the whole thing you again. talked about a yeah. new agency that you're promoting today that would help promote Judeo-Christian values around the globe. You're yeah, promoting a new government like agency. Is that correct? Well, you know, look. Uh, well, you there's know, nobody that's look. spent more time shrinking government and cutting budgets than I have. Mm. But you I also have to have priorities. Right. You know, when it comes to creating priorities, everything isn't isn't uh, equal. And, uh, you know, trying to make everything totally consistent is the hobgoblin of small ideas. I mean, so, so okay, okay, what does the agency look like? In real terms, what would this new okay, agency look like? Well, trying well, to make everything consistent is the hobgoblin of small ideas. ideas. Now I know where I've heard that. A bumper sticker on your car. Pat, it's got to... Wait, trying to make everything consistent is the hobgoblin of small ideas. That is an awesome quote. How many times have you heard me say that? God, oh this guy gosh. sucks. What does Good. that even mean? Okay, trying to make everything consistent, so you shouldn't be doing that, because that's the hobgoblin of small ideas. So, so the, what does a hobgoblin do? Well, I thought a hobgoblin ruins right. things. So, so you're ruining the small, small ideas? I think what he meant to what? say maybe was what? hobgoblin of big ideas. Big ideas? Because, like, you know, for example, he, I'll give you... Give, he, I think he screwed that up badly. Give, give, you, give you an example of a, of a, a long-standing argument I have with Glenn <laughs> on this particular thing. Mm -hmm. He says he wants to start boycotting things because boycotts work. Right. And I say, well, the first thing you should boycott is all your freaking Hollywood movies that you love so much because mm -hmm. they stand, as you said a million times, for every you oppose right mm -hmm. everything that you hate so much comes from their influencing culture and everything but he doesn't want to give those up and his answer to this always is well uh you have to start somewhere essentially being fully consistent is the hobgoblin of this idea and we can't do it now i argue that you being consistent mm -hmm. is the goal it always is the goal uh, you try to do it. You can't always do it, but uh, you try to do it as much as possible. But that is kind of the argument he's utilizing there, right? Like he's saying you can't, uh, you know, yeah, I want to shrink government, but I can't always shrink government. Sometimes you need good, I guess you need that's good his point. big ideas. Yeah, I, 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 I don't yes. think small ideas is what he meant, though. I think it he meant hobgoblin big ideas. Right? Because he, he's, then the he's admitting his, his yeah. argument is a small, it's small and bad. <laughs> Which is not beyond Kasich. It's I not. Would say. It's mm. not. All right. And the other thing I like is, as soon as he's asked, uh, asked the difficult question, he goes to all three of the thought-starting uh, uh, sort of delay tactics. Well, look, you know. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, you know, look. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, can we stop with that? I, it's hard. I, can I, we I, stop look, with, look, well, look, well look, you know, you know look. look. I would say it's hard to start because I. That's it, the hobgoblin it's a, of. What is it doing? Thought starters. Right. It's kind of like a way to reset the point yeah. where you're like, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're diving yeah. down into something that I'm we're going to go down an endless road here. So, what Let's you're just really saying picture. is, I'm not going to answer what you just asked me. Right. I'm going to answer yes. what I want to answer. Right. That is exactly what, what it is. What my advisors told me to answer. I would say so that's no matter what question true. you ask, I'm not answering it. Right. I'm going to talk it's about almost what like I want you're acknowledging, about. yes, I get we could go down every one of these little roads, <laughs> but the point is, blah, X, Y, or Z. Well, you, you know, know, look, look mm. 
We'll be back in a second yeah. with more of this stuff. But first, we're going to talk to you about uh, uh, this great game, Historical Conquest, Journey Through Time. We've talked mm -hmm. about it many times. Uh, well, you know, look, Pat, mm -hmm. um, did you know that the mm -hmm. Constitution is the hobgoblin of uh, great ideas like the Revenue Act of 1861? Wow. Now, you might say, what the I hell is the Revenue Act of 1861? Well, I just yeah. learned this here from, uh, from Historical Conquest. It was, you know, Civil War, a lot of bills. They need right. to get, pay their bills. This is a back in a time in American history where they actually thought paying their bills was important, um, not just raising the debt ceiling. Well, paying the bills has become the hobgoblin. I totally agree with that. Um, uh, but uh, there was a $40 million debt because of the Civil War. You know. The Senate passed the federal income tax on U.S. Right. citizens making over $800 per year to pay off the debt. The income tax was later deemed unconstitutional, therefore becoming nice. a hobgoblin of the Revenue Act <laughs> of 1861. <laughs> the issue, of course, is this dumb country then just passed an amendment in the progressive era to actually make <laughs> this, the uh, income tax constitutional. Kind of stuff you learn in this journey through time, and it uses real historical figures like George Washington, Nikola Tesla, the Knights Templar, and, and just hundreds more in a battle for world domination. Yep, it's big at uh, homeschool com conventions. It's uh, awesome. It's big uh, at, uh, in your home, I think, as well, with your kids, because they're actually going to learn something, cool things, that you can kind of walk them through and talk to them about while you're playing a fun game. And you know what the problem is? Small print is the hobgoblin of being able to read things uh, for me, <laughs> having uh, about to turn 55 tomorrow. But, wow, happy birthday to Pat. But if I got you, you can, uh, a historical yeah. conquest, a journey through time. That Thank you so much. Present. Appreciate cards that. Are happy birthday to here. me. We'll be able to bring history to life then. And you can go there, his, bringhistorytolife.com, and pick yours up. Ladies viewers receive an additional 10% discount, too. It's awesome. It's fun. Your kids are going to love it, and they're going to learn. And it's a great way to spend time with the family and help a great American country. So, company. So, go to great, uh, bringhistorytolife.com today. Bring HistoryToLife.com. <laughs> Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Back. <laughs> so Pat and Stu, uh, welcome. Uh, yesterday we kind of stumbled on a game that we thought we would uh, flesh out a little bit and play today. Yeah, Charlie Kelly is the illiterate um, uh, janitor uh, at a bar in Philadelphia. and It's always sunny in Philadelphia. A uh, very funny character, and I love that show. Um, but uh, Donald Trump, uh, I noticed <laughs> there's some similarities in their speech patterns, some of the things that they say. So we decided to kind of just do a random game of is it Charlie Kelly or Donald Trump. All right. Uh, so here are some of the quotes uh, we will try to decipher. Uh, on this particular program, is uh, thinking of Plan B muddies up your chances of succeeding at Plan A. Hmm. What do you, what do you think that one is? Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Charlie Dick yeah. Kelly, Charlie Kelly, yeah. 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 yeah, Charlie Kelly. Let's see. Uh, I think it's is that. It yeah. is. Yes. Right. Kelly. Nice. All right. nice effects, guys. Wow. Yeah. We dumped some money. This is, this is our entire budget <laughs> for the year into this graphics. It was very nice. Uh, still, when I go on talk shows, I worry that I have to come up with to a comedic persona. Oh, uh, that sounds like Trump. That's got to be Trump. Oh, oh Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Kelly. Kelly. Mm -hmm. Wow. There you go. It's the first one I got wrong. You know, it really doesn't matter what the media write as long as you've got a young and beautiful piece of ass. <laughs> We happen to know that is, in fact, 
Donald J. Trump. Trump. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's yeah. fact. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. <laughs> That's a, it could also have been, they also accepted Jeff Fisher. <laughs> uh, next up, hello, fellow American. This you should vote me. I leave, I leave power. Good. Thank you, thank you. If you vote me, I'm hot. What taxes? They'll be lower. The, uh, the Democratic Some. vote, he's being interrupted here apparently. The Democratic vote is the right thing to do. Philadelphia, so do. Uh, you know, uh, if you would have kept the word Philadelphia yeah, out of there, that would have been a little, little bit more helpful. I'm going to have to say Charlie Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. look at that. How yeah. about that? Yeah, Philadelphia is the, uh, is the only one that would really away. make you think. Kind of noodled that one this out. Is what, especially when he's being interrupted at speeches, Trump speaks like that all the time, where it's yeah. like broken, yeah. and he starts he and stops. It actually could have fit. I've never had any trouble in bed. That's got to be Donald Trump. Gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. There's no way he admits to any of that. Mm-hmm. Never. Nope. I love beautiful women, and beautiful women love me. It has to be both ways. <laughs> you know that's Donald Trump. It is. Right? You know it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, next up, if she weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating well, her. I mean, that's Donald. And obviously, yeah. Donald no. Trump. Charlie Kelly does not have kids that I know of. Um, then we've got uh, notice to apologize about um, snapping earlier today with words at you guys, and then I came here to make um, an apology, an apology word, apology, <laughs> apology, apology words. words. That's, uh, that's Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> well, you know that one couldn't be Donald Trump because he was apologizing. Right. That, that that's would not. That's totally happen. out of character for <laughs> Donald Trump. Not. Happened. It's a. I mean, look, we're looking at this as people who know. Like, for example, a lot of the Donald Trump quotes we knew. The fact yeah, yeah, about like, him wanting to date his daughter, having a nice <laughs> yeah. piece of ass. Would you think that that was a presidential candidate? No. The one we didn't put up there no. uh, that we could have included from yesterday, which you'd never think a presidential candidate would say, is that laziness is a trait of black people. Oh my God. Which uh, yeah, that's going to work in a general election, guys. Don't worry about it. That's going to be a huge Plus, success. I mean, Donald Trump really right now is probably the only presidential candidate that has good-looking kids that you'd want to, that you'd think about being with. The other presidential candidates, their kids are a little rough. Is that true? I don't. I don't think I've I've rated them. Is that accurate? A little rough. I mean, just. Thank you. So for, you, you've done it. I want point. to make sure what, what John McCain. Thank you, Jeffy. That was an important point. Well, John McCain is not running for president, but yes, no, but I'm, I'm just talking about in the, in the past. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, he would have. He would have been the. No, none of them would have said uh, uh-huh. that their kids were so hot. I mean, they knew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know where this is coming Alrighty, from. Well. I'm glad to see you've taken uh, inventory of all the children of mm-hmm. candidates and rated them on their hotness. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that. Doesn't make you any. I mean, it actually makes you considerably less creepy than Donald Trump. I will say because they're not <laughs> your kids, at least. Uh, by yeah. the way, if you look at the comments on Donald Trump on his daughter, he said, "Yeah, maybe I'd be dating her." He's also said, "What an amazing body she has." Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is weird. It's one Come thing on. to say your daughter's pretty. I get it's it. Icky. It's icky to say she's got a hot body. Yeah. Icky. That's just Come weird, on. man. And he said <laughs> it weird. multiple times. Yes. Multiple times. Yes. More patents to it coming up. <laughs> well, we get this speaking out of our heads. Those are weird, weird yeah. moments. No, man. thank you. Mm-mm. You know what the good thing is? Democrats have never used that against him, though. <laughs> no, they haven't. Never. They know that. Come on, that's unfair. Don't, don't use that quote against him.
727 back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, today we thought we'd dive into some of the most uh, infamous album covers of all time and uh, talk about the fact that music was actually created by human beings at a, at, a, at some point in time, you know, right. instead of a synthesizer. Oh, really? Is that true? Yeah. Or a harmonic or, a, you know, one of those vocal processor things that you can tweak and hmm. do whatever you want right. with. Plus, there's such a thing as an album cover. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Gage's claim to fame among most Internet users is an album cover for his audio version of his book, All My Friends Are Dead. Um, <laughs> yes, I've seen this before. This is this, yeah. They've talked about it as the saddest uh, cover of a book of all time. And look at the publisher, Rainbow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't really fit. But Gage has a career, had a career as a preacher that lasted decades. Um, and uh, he, I guess these are the... His friends were killed in like crime, and so he was saying he turned his life around. But all, all friends his were friends were dead. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. All. Every friend he had died. That's what he says. Wow, mm-hmm. that's really it's kind of sad. And it was in the Houston area, huh? That's interesting. He died last year, by the way. So now he is also dead with all of his friends. Oh, he died. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it took don't a long that. time. I'm sorry, he's sick. Pat. He's not oh, doing well. He looks no. peaked. Oh, he dead. was second only to Billy Graham. I, I've never even heard of Freddie Gage. Have you? No. Second to Billy Graham? He was the most successful evangelist of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. What? I've never heard of the guy. No. I've never heard of him. Huh. All right. Uh, Ken Snyder, who may have perhaps been the most famous face of all the bad album covers. And it's... <laughs> there he is. With uh, the... By the request suit only. on. Huh. That must have been 70s, huh? Yeah, with, the, with that leisure suit and those sideburns. And nice hair. Cute little haircut. Uh, he, his cover isn't so much bad, it's just kind of cheesy in the best way possible. The album, a gospel-style record, released in 1976, uh, came about as part of Snyder's career as a preacher, which still remains active. Now, sh- preachers shouldn't be a part of this. And that's the, the first two are preachers. I mean, is that fair? So they're preachers, they're not yeah. musicians. Oh, this Correct. made a music album. I, mean, I guess, but it um, seems unfair to me. How about the 1983 album, Joyce, which was, of course, much like Ken, also something of an enigma, the odd co- album cover. There you go. I don't know. I think it's pretty hot. It actually looks like a Saturday Night Live skit, doesn't it? Yeah, yes. it does. Um, based on anonymous content sent to her niece to a retro culture <laughs> site in 2010, according to Nidorama, the Texas-based preacher's wife doesn't have much of a desire to let the album cover de- define her. There are too many people making fun, uh, trying to find out who she is. Everyone looked like that in the 80s. Well, yeah, they kind of did. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Then there's Devastating Dave, the turntable slave, <laughs> who became famous uh, in recent Think about years. It. He is an uh, electric boogaloo-esque album cover for his uh, 12-inch single, Zip Zap Rap. <laughs> <laughs> Zip Zap Rap. That is awesome. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, funk-tinged. Hip hopper born David Carey, still active in music to this day. Mm. And there he is, devastating Dave, the turntable slave with the zip zap rap. Zip zap rap, that is awesome. And the huh. zap uh, was strategically placed on his. Uh... Yeah, nice. Um, and then the, uh, how about uh, Tino's 1983 single, Por Primera Vez? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there you go. I believe it's in Spanish for the first time. Uh, I, is it? Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know uh, Spanish. Um, mm. I actually live in the United States. So don't need to. It's uh, English-speaking. What? Country. Like you can only speak English here? Is that what you're saying, Mister White Privilege Racist? Don't know how to speak Holy Spanish. cow! Uh, not a success, however. <laughs> uh, Tino, uh, once a member of the of a kids group, failed to gain any serious momentum from the song. There he is. 
Oh my. That's pretty awesome. Tino. Por primer vez. Nice. There you go. He is one hot item right there. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, there I you go. I thought we were going to see album covers like, uh, you know, Wild Cherry. That springs to mind. Remember that one? Yep. Uh, the uh, 38 special album cover, Wild Eyed Southern Boys, with the girl walking toward them. Oh, yeah. And the close up of her Who in the dolphin one, shorts. Blind, uh, um, you know. Uh, who's the other one with the naked girl on it? The, I can't remember what the heck the name of that group was now. The original cover had the naked girl on the cover. No, not Playboy. <laughs> the elbows. Um, all right. Uh, now, you might think those are kind of ridiculous trends, and mm -hmm. we don't have those ridiculous trends today. Uh, for that uh, answer, I give you crunning. Crunning. Crunning, which mm. is a, uh, it is a, a fitness craze fitness of some craze, sort. Apparently, let's uh, watch the video of it. This is Sean McCarthy. All right. Hey, everyone. Crummaster Sean here, and I'd just oh, like to say it's been really good, all the attention we've been receiving all over the Internet about crunning. Did he crunning. say Crummaster Sean? Crunning Master Sean. Crunning Man Attempts New Launch Crunning. The only thing that Crunning's changed about fitness is is that it's changed everything about fitness. That's a terrible sentence. No more doing this. We've all had enough of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do not outcrun yourself. It could be bad for your neck or your back. There's no way this is real. No way. <laughs> this is not real. A big thank you to all the crunners out there. You're living the dream. This is not real. No, this is not real. This is a parody. Do you think? Yes. Really? I do. There's no way that's real. It's just the way it's set up, the, yeah. the feel of it is not real. That's not real. No way is that real. <laughs> no. I, don't I hope it. it's not real because that's, that's ridiculous. You know what it reminds me of? That, that woman with the uh, pants problem. The, the, the galloper. Jazzercise. Is it jazzercise? Prancercise. Well, that's real. Prancercise. That was, was that real? Oh, yeah. Can we, can we see, because we did promise the audience that you would. Uh, I'm not, I know. You promised you're going to crun. You're going to crun no, for us. Jeffy's going to do some crunning it. for us. He's, he's no. refusing to crun. No, I'm not now, doing now, Jeffy has some weird things wow. about him that a lot, not a lot of people know. Number one, he has a very strange foot thing where, like, he can't expose his feet in public. Mm -hmm. You're laughing is freaking true. You know it's true. Mm -hmm. You will not do it. So, is it true? Why is that a problem? It's not. It's not a joke. Why it's is that? Real. A, why is that? I'm a not saying it's a problem. Okay. I'm saying it's weird. That's all I'm saying. The other thing mm -hmm. is you have some weird thing mm -hmm. with your knees. This one based largely on the fact that your knees have had to support uh, <laughs> 700 pounds. 700 pounds for for many years. Yeah. In yes. fact, I've put in a. The other 400 pounds come from below his knees. But above his knees, he's supporting 700 pounds. Mm -hmm. So he's had to have knee replacements that are bionic. I, I one knee steel girders although, have been placed my, in his knees to support the 700 yeah, pounds. My right knee is about ready to go here soon. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know that so, I wanted a medical so, update. No, I'm just giving you yeah, yeah, it. It wasn't a how are you know? doing. And no. This is and not then, what this is about. And then there's a, no, you want we me to go down the list? No, I can go no down we the don't. Whole list. No, thank you. What we want you to do is crun for the people. Not doing it. Crun I can't. I've got, I'm, I'm, oh, I got shoulder surgery up. coming up. Yeah, I'm so tired crun. of hearing about your shoulder yeah, surgery, aren't what you? What better reason? I'm so tired of hearing about it. I'm Come on, I'm so sick of it. What better reason to crun? You're going to get surgery anyway, so no matter right. what happens, it's going to be fixed. And it's good for you. It's a workout. This will <laughs> fix your arm. Give it Maybe a you will. need surgery. Let's yeah. get, all right, if you want to, let's get Keith Maladak in here to do it. Keith! 
Keith. Keith. In the meantime, let's see part two of uh, crunning versus uh, crawking. This is Crunning Master Sean, and I thought I'd let you know there's been some media articles around about the Chinese doing this new exercise called crawl walking. Now, this is not the same as crunning. Crunning is is running on all fours. What they're doing is crawking. So that's walking on all fours. Look at this crying so much better than that stupid crawl yeah, this walking. This is a joke. Yeah, yeah, this is, is not joke. real. Hey, see you later. I'm going for a big crunk. Here you go. Like, he's not even doing it real. Like, he's like... No, that's stupid. Shuffling his feet and stuff. Like, it's not real. All right, so can we hit on the lights on over here so we can actually see Keith? Can we turn on the TV lights? Is that possible? There's no, there's no room for him just to do it, really. Just come and crun in front just of us. Just in front here. And right. just crun right, right across us. There, there it is. He crunned for... There you go. Three steps. Can you do a couple laps of crunning? You're you're crunning, 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 crunning around for oh, a lap. It's going to be an Olympic sport. This is actually yeah. an exhibition sport. <laughs> this, is, uh, 2020. this is actually kind of entertaining. Yeah. We almost got a, a, a cable guy a butt crack shot. Well, yeah, that's what he was saying. And that's what Jeffy was hoping for. Yeah, but fortunately it didn't quite happen. Thank yeah. you, Keith. But, uh, we good. can officially uh, patent Stu ruling. We will set here that, that yeah. the crunning thing is not real. No, it's not real. Not, it's a joke. Nope. It's a joke, You're and right. that's fine. It's I think real. it's actually could, kind of a funny joke, but sort of, I'm not, not really. for it. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents too. Russian freaking dash cams are yes. real, and you will see them on the yes, other side. Yes, no one's ever heard. That's the beauty yeah, of the great. Russian death. That's what's great about it. No one's ever found the making of them. Unless a lot of people kills them afterwards, which is very possible. More than more likely, really. Oh, more likely. Final segment of the Patents Two show. Really curious what you have to say about it. You know, we haven't heard enough of your thoughts today. (laughs) You've heard plenty. (laughs) I don't think so. Oh my God, Jeffy, do you think so? I don't. I don't think so. I've been curious all day and and uh, waiting for him to just go off. Quench that thirst. Just go off. No, it's not satiated yet. You You know what I mean? Just talking about. How uh-huh. we haven't had enough of Stu's right. thoughts and how what he thinks right. about things today. Oh my gosh! I mean, well, I refuse to walk you through the segment. However, <laughs> I will crun you through this segment. Okay, good. Okay, um, good. Thank is, you. Uh, I'm not going to really crun, but I will crun you through this segment, which is oh, uh, isn't just like another white guy lying. Yeah, you're white, Jeff. White, white, white Jeffy lion. privilege. You're the whitest white person in America. Privilege. Okay. Anyway, uh, some other white people found in Russia. Uh, whiteies are all over the place over there. Uh, obviously, how do we racism. stop it? How do we stop the whitey? Know. We've got to stop it. How you know do how you do it? it? Bad driving. It's the only real solution. It's just okay. like AIDS was created to kill black people. Right. Cars were created to kill Russians. Maybe, <laughs> is, it, is that why this Russian burned his BMW? Yeah. Let's uh, first watch this. This Russian is a Stas Boretsky. Oh, um, great. Sparking controversy by. What's your favorite Stas Boretsky song? Well, uh, probably... He is a singer, you know. I mean, a world-renowned, highly acclaimed, ever-popular right. Russian singer. What's your favorite 
Probably this is his third song there. The third? Their track Which three. is called uh, Help Me Out With That. I just think of it as track three. From which, okay, track three from which of his albums? Oh, gosh, uh, probably, probably Beretsky. <laughs> you know, the one he just The one simply his... titled Beretsky. Beretsky. <laughs> okay. You know, it's the one with Beretsky on his on yeah, on yeah. cover there? Yeah. Yeah, that All one. All right, well, let's see what he does with his... Uh, with his vehicle, because I think he does something, doesn't he? Oh, oh there's a... <laughs> All right. He's saying no to non-Russian goods here, by the way. And he's got a BMW there that he's pouring gasoline on. Things are pretty good for Stasla. Uh, they must be, because he's burning his BMW. And he has not missed a meal. By the way, uh, this no, he point is, is as coherent as Donald Trump's trade policy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is essentially what he... This is not a movie, it's real, he says. It's actually a movie to us, because we weren't there. And he's a big boy. I mean, this guy must tip the scale at about four bills. Whoa, that was <laughs> He almost lit himself almost, on fire, wow. the moron. Then he throws a match in there or whatever, and that it starts to burn. Great. Wow, look at that. I mean, it would not have been nice if it actually put him on fire like that, but it would have been Did something out of conviction, because I will say if I do something, I will do it. I got rid of the Western car. I support Russian products. Oh, so he followed his... Okay, let's see your Russian vehicle, because those are tremendous. You know, I can't get enough of the Russian cars. Russian cars are... Was it the Zill? Yeah, I think, Zill, right? Yeah. That? I do they even make a I, Russian I car? I was just going to go look and see if they do or not. I don't know. Seriously, what does it cost? $34? And that means you can't ride in any of the buses, because I'm sure all the buses are made are not made in the Soviet Union. No way. Well, yeah, Russia. Um, Russia speaking whatever, of Russia, yeah. um, a lot of Russian cars we're going to see here. This is a Russian dash cam, some, a new set. By the way, no one ever gets hurt in Russian dash cam videos, which is one of the reasons we love them. So mm -hmm. here they are. Yeah, this guy's really driving pretty fast. On the right side of the road for once, but losing control. Oh, no. This is not going to be How do you do that on a dry pavement? Dry pavement and goes off the road and rolls. Weird. Terrible drivers. Good gosh, man. So there are some Russian cars. Hey, this one's a slippery pavement, so I'm worried about it. And here we go. Going off the road. And hey, another roll. Hydroplaning is, is easy to do. I'm a, I'm, yeah, you're an expert at that. You have a lot of car accidents. <laughs> no reason As he goes off the road as well. And oh, my gosh. So he... He avoided the head-on, though. That was great. Yeah, that was a good move. And he gets but back he got sideswiped. Got control back. Nice job. Nice, nice driving. Saved actually. his life, probably. Mm -hmm. And oh, then man. there goes a cement mixer. <laughs> <laughs> driving around and tips over. <laughs> wow, is that bizarre? Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. You know, nothing good oh, can no. come of an intersection and a oh, bicycle. No. Oh, no. But he was not hurt. No. <laughs> he was not hurt. <laughs> and that was his, the cyclist to actually cross the road into the car. Man, oh man. But as you heard, he was not hurt. This and neither was a bicyclist. Okay, and then this guy goes around these people on the right side, tries <laughs> really to cut weird. in, and gets hit and rolls off the road. Wow. Oh no! That's gotta hurt. Now, uh, we never said that, that animals didn't get hurt in these videos. <laughs> <laughs>
That was just terrible. Oh wow. oh, wow. Nice. Nice landing on the, uh... uh sir. Oh, uh, sir. Sir. Oh, sir. boy. Please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the pole was going to fall on him or something. But I, I've had that actually oh, happen before. That's a flashback uh, to right. my youth. Yeah, I've uh, had that happen. You've done that? No, not quite like that. I was actually... <laughs> it's a funny story from back in the day. Um, we were passing my stepfather in, in, in his car, and we passed him, and we were like, oh, man, that's his stepfather. So we turned around, and we came up behind him, and it was me and three of my friends. And to be funny, we just started, like, hanging out the windows and, like, trying to, like, flag him down like idiots. It was, you know, mm -hmm. no big deal. So I'll never, I'll never forget the visual of him taking a left. And as he's taking a left and turning the car, he looked out of his back window to see what the hell was going on behind him. Yeah. Um, what happens though when you're driving a car forward and you're looking out of your window backwards, you're not necessarily seeing the road. And you just, mm. we were just sitting there at a stop and just watched him just take a left, look at us, and just go right into a pole. Oh man. <laughs> he was going like 15 miles an hour. It was not like a Still, vicious accident, but it screwed the car up. And he was so pissed at us. I'm like, you're the one that was looking out the window backwards while you were driving. <laughs> He didn't necessarily agree with that. No, analysis. no, because uh, he wouldn't have uh, been looking out the window backwards had you not been doing the dumb things you were doing. Yes, but he would have. He could have floated uh, into space if there wasn't gravity. That's what was happening. <laughs> you had to deal with situations that you might not expect. One's a law, and one is not. Gravity is not just a good idea. It's the law. Okay. It's actually a theory. It's a law. It's a law. It's a law of it's gravity. A okay. It's a law. It's a law. Theory. Law of gravity. Law of gravity. Theory. It's got a name with law theory. in it. It's a theory. It's a, a scientific like, theory. Like law of the land. It's law of gravity, mm -hmm. not the theory of gravity. It actually is a theory. It's a scientific theory. See if you'll float up. Why aren't you floating then if it's just a theory? Because of the law. Because that's not a law. what theory means. It's, it's a law. It's a proven theory. Conversations. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. oh, my we God. Uh, we're all out of time. I wish we weren't, but we are. It's been lovely. Uh, happy I, Thanksgiving. I, what I would not give to have Jeffy standing in a Russian intersection. Oh my God! Uh, walking across slowly. Oh, we can only. Oh, dream. what I would. Oh, we can only dream. <laughs> Throw it! Throw it! That had to hurt. <laughs> that was ugly. Oh my! I've never seen. That.